This is why we have the best fans in the world. Welcome to Talk Direction, your weekly One Direction pod- One Direction in Harry Styles podcast. Hey. I'm Caitlin. And I'm Kara. I almost said your name. <laughs> and I'm a mess. <laughs> <laughs> yep. And this is our 96th episode of Talk Direction. Um, and I had some stuff planned for this intro, um, but we just found out some big news, so let's just talk about that. I woke up this morning to an email saying that Harry Styles' tour dates was released. Um, and the stress is unbelievable. So he's touring at small venues. Like, like really small, y'all. Like, really small. Like, someone said that the entire North American tour is, com- like, the, like, around the same number as one show in the On the Road Again tour for One Direction. That's ridiculous. Like, one That's show. actually ridiculous. I just oh my god he he has this like thing in place that's like um uh so like scalpers can't get tickets and like resell them for like really high value uh which is good but also I'm afraid because like usually if we couldn't get things like actually on the website we could go to like StubHub and get like a ticket but now you can't because it's like you have to have an ID um printed it's like you have to have an ID for who bought the ticket if that makes sense. That doesn't make sense. But you know what I mean? Like, you have to... Wait, so it's, so it's okay if, like, someone else buys the ticket for you, but you just need to have their ID? Uh, that? I don't Cause, like, know. Because, like, I'm gonna need my whole neighborhood to be on the internet ready to buy these tickets because the chances of getting them are so small. Yeah, they're, like, they're literally, like, uh, the Boston venue, I think, is, like, 3,000. And it's such a beautiful oh venue, God. but also, lol, it's called the Wang Theater. I'm just, like, elevated. Oh um, but it's so beautiful. Like, look it up. And then in the New York one, I don't know if it's the biggest, but it's, like, barely 6,000. <laughs> so. Yeah. It's, this is going to be so stressful because I, um, like, I literally went through this a couple weeks ago trying to get uh. Ed Sheeran tickets. Um, and I did the pre-sale and ended up getting tickets for Ed Sheeran for the pre-sale. Then for the regular sale, I literally had two of my cousins plus me, and I was operating two devices, so we had four different accounts get trying to get tickets for the regular sale. None of us got them. Oh, God. So, literally, and those were big venues. Like, those were, I mean, not big venues. Actually, they were pretty small, because he's not doing stadiums either. So, they were smaller venues, too. But, but honestly, like, it is so hard to get. I'm gonna try to enforce the idea that you think four people is enough. It is not enough. Oh, God. It is not enough. We need to have everyone that you possibly know trying to get tickets. But it's like they're going to be wanting tickets for themselves. So who do I Yeah, but I you know what? For? I deserve them more. So... <laughs> Um, I know, like, I don't, I'm, like, I'm looking at my friends, and they're like, oh, did you see Harry, like, released his tour dates? I'm like, you are my competition. And I'm like, Kara, this is not healthy. Like, these are your we friends. We have to start giving out wrong dates. Oh, my God. Like, I, sh- like, I should, yeah, I should, like, re, uh, I should, like, Photoshop the freaking thing and send it their yeah. way and just be like, yeah, guys, like, uh, these are the dates. Like, this is the website. And I, like, make my own fake website. This is horrible. I'm not gonna actually do this, folks, but, like. But if we could do it. It's like when you see a competition and like you have to share it with people 
And so that, like, you can be entered and you're like, (laughs) God damn it, I don't want to share this. Then that means I can have less of a chance to get it. I'm, like, really not a competitive person ever in my life except Except for for this this kind of thing. This is, like, the most stressful thing I I think that anyone could go through in their entire lives, probably. It really is. (laughs) I mean, I'm kidding, but... It so is. And... Freaking okay on the on the good news side of things, I got into grad school, which is very nice. exciting. And congratulations! So that's, thank you. That's a positive, which means I'm going to be in London all next year, which is super exciting. Unfortunately, <laughs> my program starts the 18th of September, which is like a week, two weeks before Harry would be in the U.S. where we would go. Like his first show is the 19th, right? Yeah. And so that means Kara and I are going to be on opposite sides of this world. So one of us has to fly to the other. I like that you're, like, acting like it's, like, a given. Like, we have <laughs> no, to No, like, it. honestly, though, yeah. Kara, are we not going to see him together? I think we just have to. I think that it's, like, whatever show we get tickets for, <laughs> if we get tickets. Like, we're we just going to have to plan have around to that. It. Right. And, and the problem is... So we're going to have to try to figure out, if any of you guys know, I know Kara said we have to get, like, a VPN number, but if you have, like, uh, clear instructions how someone in the U.S. can get tickets for a London show, please let us know, because there's two shows in London, um, and, like, imagine just, imagine for a second that we do get tickets, right? Okay. How great would it be if you came and visited me in London and, like, we had, like, a little London meetup with some of our listeners and um, got that would to be... be there and listen to Harry. Oh, oh let's manifest day. this. It was just the new moon. Let's put this in the universe <laughs> and just yes. pretend it's going to happen and, like, visualize it so hard and just, like, accept that it's going to happen. And you if we put that out in the... I mean... <laughs> let's um just put that positive energy out there and just manifest it into reality let's do it seriously oh my god so if any of our listeners want to um get us tickets thanks (laughs) then i want to donate five hundred dollars to yeah i said we should have like a kickstarter or something no i'm not i can't (laughs) why because like i hate when people do kickstarters for things that aren't like um I feel like you're not treating this like the most important thing that's ever happened uh, in this world. I think that we could... Okay, one of us has to sell or our we... eggs. <laughs> you have to do it because you're going to grad school and you're going to become a psychiatrist and you're from a better school. This is... I'm not kidding, Caitlin. <laughs> I'm not selling my eggs. Oh, yeah, because you actually want kids. God dang it. I want uh, kids. Not that you can't sell your eggs and also have kids, but... Um, so maybe we just, I, I don't know what we're going to have to do. We're going to have to start, like, saving our Patreon money or something. Like, I honestly don't know. Um, I, graduation I, money? I don't know if that's a thing. <gasps> Ooh, oh my god! Maybe that's a thing! I better start, I like, know. dropping hints to my family. I'm just going to be like, hello, aunts <laughs> I, and I, I'll be like, yeah, I'm going to use all my graduation money to buy a plane ticket. <clears throat> <clears throat> I better have enough. <laughs> but... Uh. We're, I'm stressed. We're, we're, we're gonna make it happen. The, the the more stressful thing for me is like getting tickets. Like yeah. after we get tickets, we there's a way to make money. Like I was looking at flights. Like five hundred dollars is that's doable. doable. We can like like we have the entire summer to like. Yeah. I wish there was like a. Is there like a layaway pay kind of plan that you can do for tickets? Like <laughs> I don't know. There should be. And like I was also looking at tickets and like some of these like flights were rated like five stars out of ten. I'm like, should I risk my life going on this like <laughs> <laughs> I know. I was like, I've never heard of this airline, but it's cheaper. Yeah, I mean I feel like United <laughs> is just gonna like 
stock their stocks are plummeting so they're gonna have really cheap tickets so um, i hope so. although i don't really want to support them at all but it's like yeah just shove me in like the little cat <laughs> like the little you know the cabinet part <laughs> I What's thought you were going to say a cat carrier. <laughs> oh, I mean, yeah, sure. I mean, that's totally fine, too. I mean, maybe a dog carrier just so I have a little more leg room, but... <laughs> yeah. Well, guys, this is going to be the stress of the lifetime. The tickets go on sale. When is it? Next week. Um, I hope to God I don't have class. I don't know if I have class. I don't know what's going on. I need to, I'm gonna like... I'm going to have to skip, honestly. Like, it's probably like your last class ever, and you're like, I know. uh, it doesn't matter. It will be, but, like, I, I honestly... I've never skipped class. The only time I skipped class in college was one when I had to leave lab because I got taken to the hospital because I fainted. Oh, my, that's not skipping <laughs> class, Kim. That's literally being hospitalized. <laughs> and two, <laughs> when I went to a Mary Lambert concert and I was skipping sculpture. So I've never skipped a class. So this yeah, is my time to, to skip that. a class. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, if there's ever a time to skip class, it's so that you can be on the pre-sale for the Harry Styles tour. We're gonna have to, like, really, like, actually, like, write a list of things, and I'm gonna have to, like, see what friends I can, like, recruit and what I know, friends... we're, we're gonna be organized, Kara. Yeah. We have a week to do this? Like, yeah. I mean... We can plan our attack. It's like we're going we into battle. To. It's literally going into battle. Like, we we're gonna are. be commanders of the ship. Oh my god, it's stressful, you guys. I hope everyone gets tickets, but also... I hope you guys aren't blocking up my waves. Of oh my God, Caitlin, this I- is not the positive energy we should be ma- like putting. I'm just into kidding. The- I want all of our listeners to get tickets. I just want and we only can our listeners together. and us to get tickets. Chances are we're going to go to a concert where our listeners will be, so we're going to meet some of you. Yeah, which is cool. And if we all just. We could all, this is what I was saying on Twitter, I think that we could all, like, fit in one trench coat and just buy one <laughs> ticket. Oh my god, yes. If you think about it. We have, like, one of those, um, what was it, like, sneezy, dopey, happy, all piled oh, up dwarves. each other moments. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. We'll make it happen, guys. Yeah, we'll figure things out, guys. It's yeah. okay. <laughs> It'll be okay, I tell myself. <laughs> on a brighter note. We hit our $100 goal on Patreon. Yeah, what the incredible. heck? Thank you, guys. <clears throat> you guys are all amazing. Um, our most recent um, Patreon supporters are Felicia, Rachel, and Kat. You lovely people are amazing. Also, um, I don't know so- if we ever shouted out Janelle, who um, uh, donated the beginning of this month. So if we oh. didn't, shout oh, out to you. Oh, thank you, Janelle, too. Um, you guys are all awesome. Um, Felicia has a YouTube channel. Um, I'll retweet it on our Twitter. I was watching some of her reactions to Harry Styles. It was really nice to watch. Nice. Um, and so over on our Patreon, we have videos, uh, that we do every week. We do extra talk direction, like podcast content, a half hour, every episode. Um, you can also leave us voicemails. We've got a lot of cool features. So if you're interested in that, go check out patreon.com slash talk direction. And help us fund um, our Harry Styles tour tickets and plane flight. (laughs) Um, So um, this is a segment we haven't done in about 12 years. Um, Recommendations. And that's because we run out of time every single episode. So we never talk about recommendations or our Tweet of the Week anymore. Which is sad because I love recommendations. Yeah, me too. Um, So I'm just putting it up here at the front so we don't not do it. Mm. Um, I do like it ending the show, but, you know, I figured we probably wouldn't even get around to it, so it's yep. better early than never. <laughs> um, so, my recommendation 
is to listen to Switched on Pop, which is a music podcast, and it's uh, hosted by two guys who are, like, songwriters and, like, in the music industry, um, so they're really knowledgeable about, like, the music side of things, and they did, um, they do, like, analysis analyses of pop songs and they did one for sign of the times which is so interesting because you know Kara and I are like so that's that weird instrument sound like we literally know nothing and they were like they'll play like the chords on the piano oh they have like, all this like great information so cool um also they're like more neutral like they can be more critical of songs mm. because they're not like super like us like we're just uh very biased yeah um, to say the least <laughs> yeah but they really liked sign of the times which was nice nice um and they also talked about like teenage fans being like looked down upon by society nice. and a lot of that type of stuff near near the end of the episode which was also really good so definitely go check that out because there's a ton of great information there um and then also the rolling stones music now podcast um had a recent interview, I think it was called Almost Famous 2, um, that was the name of their episode, and Cameron Crowe was on, and he was the guy who wrote the, um, the Rolling Stones article, and he interviewed Harry, and he talks about interviewing Harry, and, like, gives a whole bunch of new insight into what that was like, which was also really nice to listen to, so mm. go check those out. Kara, do you have a recommendation? I know I didn't tell you to prepare for this. Um, yeah, I actually do. So this nice. is, I mean, it's like pretty unrelated, but like one is my recommendations related, but, um, so me and my friends have been watching or me and my roommate, I guess, have been watching, um, the show Cosmos on, um, Netflix, uh, the Neil deGrasse Tyson one. And literally you guys, I love learning things like, um, <laughs> just sometimes like, you know, when you're just like you, like someone just like just teaches you something in a way that like you're like wow mm -hmm. I forgot how much I love learning things watch episode two of, my, cosmos? of cosmos your life will be changed like they talk about how eyeballs were um Ooh. evolved unreal I have my mind has been blown I was screaming at my friend about it for 15 <laughs> minutes and also she's a twin and they talked about twins in that episode and I was screaming about twins for like a half an hour and I was like Kara maybe th is this like is this like uh what's it called like uh rude to be screaming about a twin about <laughs> twins but whatever and then also they talked about dogs and wolves and I learned that wolves evolved because dogs were just uh or wolves are just dogs with higher anxiety and I'm just like Wow. That's you. If that's not me, <laughs> I don't know what is. Uh, so just that watch episode so two. Episode one was really good too, but episode two, dude, like life changing. Really the eyeball the thing. You're going to die. The eyeball thing is the coolest thing I've ever seen in my life. Okay. I'm excited. You really hyped that up. Now I know. I, watch. I know. Wait, it's called Cosmos and it's on Netflix? Yeah. Cool. I'm going to have to check that out. And it's just like really cool visually and it's about space and like all this cool stuff. So. Very nice. Yeah. Thanks for the rec, mm -hmm. Kara. Um, moving on to our new segment. So I had this segment in here because I was planning the episode last night and then no songs were released. So we can skip this one about oh, no. and Harry possibly releasing a new song. Because well, um, there's been a lot of rumors and it feels like it felt like one was coming. But yeah, it alas, it. it was not. Um, so let's talk about Liam's music instead. Um, Ryan Tedder, who is... Um, in the band One Republic, and he's a musician, songwriter, producer. He's worked with a ton of people, including Taylor Swift, Ed Sheeran, 1D, Beyonce, Adele. Um, I felt weird saying, like, oh, he's worked with 1D, 
like as if that's oh, not the podcast we're talking about but like what is 1d is that a thing of the past oh my god i don't know um and he, um, because he's working with Liam, he was able to give some insight into what Liam's sort of sound is like. And, hmm. and the only stuff we've gotten from Liam so far is that, like, one-minute rap clip that he posted on Instagram, like, a year ago, which no one really liked. Um, well, at least in our minds. <laughs> and, like, from what we heard from a lot of listeners, um, people weren't too happy with the lyrics, which kind of put a negative... Um, you know, vibe on that whole minute clip. So we don't know too much about what Liam's done, but this was some good insight. Um, Ryan Tedder said, if you took a One Direction song, Story of My Life, if you took the One Direction song, Story of My Life, and turned it into an album, that's the kind of music Niall Horan's making, right? Zane obviously went R&B and urban. Harry is classic Britpop. Mott the Hoople meets Robbie Williams, that lane. I like Louie, but he's the one I've talked to the least. Funnily enough, all the routes that people have taken, the one lane that was left wide open was straight pop. So Liam is pop and doing it in a fantastic fashion. He has a killer voice. These elements, there's elements of stuff I like from Usher. There's that edgy stuff from The Weeknd. It's all over the map. It's pop. It's really high quality. I've only done one song with him that I did with Stargate. I'm cutting another song with him next week. The other one that Zancanella did with J Cash is my favorite record I've heard. If it's not a hit, I need to clear my ears out. It's so good. Um, so, um, it seems like Liam's doing pop. Oh. Now, I don't know what that means because One Direction was pop and The Weeknd is pop. But the sound of those two are extremely different. Yeah. Um, but he says pure pop. But, like, I feel like pure pop has evolved so much. Yes. So, like, it, it sounds like it's going to be more like Justin Bieber with the weekend type vibes. Is that what you get from this? Yeah. I don't think it's going to be, like, One Direction first album. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. but I'm, like, into that. Like, that's, I think that would be really cool. And I feel like yeah. Liam could come out with some really good, catchy stuff. I know. I, I feel like if Liam does well, he could really, really make it big. Yeah. Like. Yeah. Because I think this, his stuff might be the most radio ready. Yeah. Yeah. Radio friendly, like replay ready. Like. Yeah. Like that, like Harry's is going to be quite different. Like Harry's, people are going to, you know, either grab hold of this whole artistry thing. It's not going to be necessarily like the easiest radio play type stuff, but Liam's like, the young people can probably grab onto that and, like, play it in clubs and play it at The young people. <laughs> yeah. I don't consider myself a young person because my soul is about 70 years old. <laughs> um, but, like, I, I feel like, yeah, this, that, I feel like that's a good sound for Liam. Yeah, I'm into it. So, we're gonna have to see if we get a song soon. I'm oh. sure there's one coming up. Like, in the next couple weeks, I would say. Yeah. Maybe in a month. Yeah. Given that, like, the summer would be a great time to have a bop. Yes, it would um, be. I just hope it's, like, after Harry releases I think stuff. it will be. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, so, moving on to our next segment. Now, this one is kind of, um, a... Ah, like, uh, you wish you didn't want to have to talk about it. Yeah, it's it's very much a sigh in, like, 
turned physical, you know? It's like a physical amalgamation yeah. of a side. That doesn't make sense. A physical, what's it called? I don't know. You know a tangible <laughs> side this conversation yes. is going to be. Exactly. Um, so Harry, both in Rolling Stones, the article he, uh, the interview he did, and in an interview he recently did in France, um, he was asked about politics and how he feels on the current state of the world, sort of. Um, was that, what was that noise? That was me making a noise with my mouth. <laughs> Sounded like you were trying to, like, make bird calls or something. <laughs> I thought it was way quieter than that. <laughs> no, it was, like, really loud in my ears. Maybe not so much for the mic, wherever that's picking up. Um, but anyway, this, um, sort of stemmed from Harry talking about Sign of the Times, which, when we did a song analysis of it, um, a couple episodes ago, we definitely felt, like, different like, current world issues, like, politics, stuff like that, those types of vibes. Um, and we're going to talk about more what Harry said about Sign of the Times, but let me just read some quotes Harry said about politics. Most of the stuff that hurts me about what's going on at the moment is not politics. It's fundamentals. Equal rights for everyone. All races, sexes, everything. So that was one thing he said. And then he also said... Um, when asked further about, like, politics and whether or not he was political, he said, I don't know. That doesn't feel like politics to me. Stuff like equality feels much more like fundamentals. I feel like everyone should be equal. So, uh, it, it's, it's always a sad day when you have to, like, call out someone that you admire so much, mm-hmm. um, and sort of point out the, the places where they might not be, like, doing things perfectly, which is okay, because everyone makes mistakes, as Smiley says, and, like, we can all grow and learn, but it's important to have these moments to say, like, let's reevaluate what we're saying, let's talk about it, um, because that's the only way to help people grow, and not, and I'm not talking as though Harry's gonna listen to this podcast, but, like, we have a lot of listeners, and I think these are important issues to talk about, whether or not, like, you already understand it, um, or, like, maybe stuff like this is new to you, and you're sort of just coming into this political feminist realm in the world, um, and as people, as, as people who, um, as we, we run this podcast, and we're both very feminist, and we want to talk about these things, and, yeah, Yeah. I guess, so we're gonna talk about this, um, but I want to, I want to approach this again, from a way that helps people learn and grow instead of having people feel attacked and then having them like shut down yeah. and not want to listen because I think um, like the 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 message you want to get across the goal you want to get across is you know helping people learn and grow and understand rather than just getting angry yeah because clearly think. we're on the same side like right yeah Harry Harry you know is coming from a good place. He yeah. just doesn't understand things yet. Yeah. Um, so... Jesus. <laughs> Let's um, all be quiet out there. I'm talking <laughs> politics and Harry Styles. Thank you. Nope. Oh, my God. Oh, I, I guess they're really angry out there. <laughs> they're not happy with this. Um, so, Kara, what... I guess, like, we have a lot of listener contributions that I want to get to. Yeah. Um, because people said it in such a good way. Um, but what are your sort of thoughts on this? Um, I think that it just makes me really sad when people don't 
understand that um, politics is reality and politics impacts everything. Um, and I think that while it'd be nice to kind of be uh, less like direct and just kind of be like peace worldwide, but like you have to like mm-hmm. think of the act, like the actual tangible <laughs> things we can do in this world to get to that place of equality and of peace. Um, and that's through politics and that's through, you know, legislation and that's through voting for people that will, you know, put those laws and bills in place. Um, it, you can't kind of just like put those vibes out in the atmosphere and just like kind of hope they'll stick. Um, and yeah, I just think, uh, we just have to be like realistic and tan, like do tangible things, um. And I think that it's kind of not the time to be, uh, like, um, hesitant. <laughs> yeah, hesitant or like placate, placating, and like kind of mm-hmm. just like trying to get on everyone's good side. You know what I mean? Like, I just I feel like it's yeah. the time. I think that like Harry's that coming, ship has sailed. <laughs> yeah, it, long ago. It's it's at the bottom of the ocean right now um Mm -hmm. and I just feel like Harry's coming from this at a place where he just like wants everyone to be happy and like I think he wants uh no one to be mad at him uh but it's like sometimes you gotta ruffle the waves a bit (laughs) you know Mm -hmm. what I mean like sometimes you gotta stir up a little something because there are people that are doing bad things in the world and you don't want those people to get away with it slash you, you don't want those people to like you don't have to worry about those people liking you. You know what I mean? Like, it just... Yeah. yeah. And and the fact that he has so many young people listening to him and, like, you know, people who might not have made up their mind about things or understand... Like, I'm just thinking of, like, when I was that age, like, when I was younger, when I was in high school, and I'm not saying high school students are, like, not more even advanced than I am because so many are, but also, like, college... Or, like, as as you learn more. And I feel like it's just more of, like, a part of the time that we're in. I think a lot of people have had, like, a political awakening, if you will. <laughs> but, like, a lot of, you know, people aren't don't necessarily know everything. And, and Kara and I are both in a very privileged position where mm-hmm. we were able to go to college. And we have access to information. And we're able to educate ourselves on on political issues and be a part of that world. And and so we t- take part in it because I feel like in some ways it's our responsibility. Um, and, but not everyone is there or had those opportunities or had that privilege. And when Harry talks about things, his words mean a lot and have a lot of impact. Um, and, and the good thing is he's coming from a place that is on the same page as us. He wants equality for everyone. Yeah. He wants you know, his, his mind and heart is in the right place. Um, but it's not necessarily channeled in the most effective way. Um, and when, and when he says stuff like, you know, I don't think of these things as political issues. He doesn't have to think of them as political issues because he's a cis white man. And rich. He's a rich, yeah. yeah, he has so much privilege. Um, and you know, he has the, a freedom and the ability to sort of forget about these issues. Yeah. Not saying that he does, but he has the ability to do that. And if that meant going off to Jamaica for a couple months last year, which 
in my mind, last year was hell politically. And I think it was, and it it, it continues to be, Mm -hmm. you know, for so many people. And I'm a white woman, you know, I have a ton of privilege too. Um, But like, it, it, we can't, it's so, it's, it's much easier for him to say like, I don't know, to not really get it, you know? It's a very, I don't know, very privileged position he's coming from because you have the ability to block out the stuff going on, but you know, Black people can't block it out. Uh, like, you know, like, I don't know. It's, uh, yeah. Queer people can't block it out. Like, we can't just not, we can't just pretend it's, um, not happening and, like, the laws don't mean something, you know? Yeah. I don't, I don't know if I'm saying what I'm trying to get across. I know, but... there's just so many feelings. Um, I feel <sighs> yeah. like I would be a little bit more okay with it if he, like, recognized that and maybe said, like, I'm coming from a really privileged privileged Mm -hmm. position. Jesus, that was a tongue twister. But, um, just kind of... I think that, like, the thing is, like, we all want to get get to a place where, like, um, social issues are, like, a non-issue and it's just, like, kind of, like, everyone's on the same page, but, like, that we're not Mm -hmm. there yet. So, like, in the future, like, that's what we can aim towards. But you can't just say, like, oh, it's not a political issue because right now it is. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Like, if he he was saying, like, these shouldn't be a political issue, these things shouldn't be political, I agree with that. I think he might be... Equal rights shouldn't be political. It should just be fundamental. It should be just that everyone has it and it's not something where we have to debate about it because it's so clear but, but it even beyond right equal rights things like climate change where there's literal scientific proof it's still a political people still have opinions on it when it's almost like this is the facts like i mean it know, is so- science doesn't care about your goddamn opinion like <laughs> exactly. science is science fact is fact <laughs> but still our freaking president wow i have to right. really calm down but like our <laughs> oh our president doesn't <laughs> register that facts mean something he's just like facts are opinions and my opinion is the right one like that doesn't physically like it uh, this is like what we're dealing with in our world you know what I mean so you can't I just I feel like facts are not even sacred at this point so just like so yeah I just I yeah so I guess I guess we should just read some stuff from our listeners yeah um there's also the whole debate of like what what you know, what uh, responsibility do celebrities have to, yeah. like, talk about politics or, like, you know, is, do we hold them on too high of a pedestal? But, like, to be honest, I don't think so. I, I really, I don't know. I mean, with Harry, because he, because he's so for these things, I wish he just would do a little bit more research, you know? And, like, I don't know his life and, like, this is one person um, but it's something that spans the board with a lot of celebrities, um, that, like, uh, I, th- I think have the right hearts, but don't necessarily know how to channel it. And, and I think they would like to know how to channel it, but there's, I don't know, I would say there's somewhat of a responsibility. Yeah, I um, would agree. Being in such a privileged position, especially one that holds weight for so many people following you. Yeah. Um, okay, so I just posted everything everyone said, okay. <laughs> and I really don't know how to tailor it. Um, so let's just start. Okay. Um, so Mandy, or at musicfan underscore 27, said, 
So I have mixed feelings too and hope this makes sense. First, I want to say I love Harry. I love that he believes everyone should have equal rights and that having and that having that is fundamental to society, and that he shows that in little ways. But the key word here is should. Maybe if everyone already had equal rights, it wouldn't be political. It would just be fundamental. But that is not the case. I don't know of one country that couldn't make new and better laws to grant equal rights in some way. It is our lawmakers that in the end make these changes. Hopefully we are are speaking up and letting them know what we want, but in the end, it's their decision. So it, go, it does tie back to politics. I think Harry truly does believe what he says and wants to make the world better. I just think he doesn't know how to articulate it more than that, or doesn't want to get into it in an interview. I personally wish he would say a bit more mm-hmm. than he does, but I can also see where he is coming from and why he doesn't want to speak out more. Uh, she continued to say... Um, Now that you got me thinking, and I have something else to add. I know usually when we say equal rights, we think of race, gender, etc., but let me add a different perspective, and one that's close to home for me. I'm a special education math teacher, and not too long ago, every student... Not too long ago, not every student had the right to an education. But there were people who believed that education should be a fundamental right for every child. They could have just believed that, and not done or said anything, but they didn't. They fought for those rights and looked to, it look, and it took a government and special education laws were born. We now have an education secretary that has mentioned she wants to get rid of Jesus. special education law or at least drastically change it. So what I believe is a basic right that every child should have the access to education could be in jeopardy. And that is because of politics. Bringing it back to Harry, the equal rights of humans, at least for now, is very much tied to politics. I still love him, though. Mm-hmm. Wow. Perfectly um, said. Yeah. Wow. I, I'm, I was really blown away by how articulate you guys were writing I know. in. Um, I just feel like you all summed it up so well. And, and you had that a really good balance of like still loving Harry and, and knowing his heart is in a good place, but also saying like, we need to talk about this. There are things wrong with this. Yeah. Like, let's look, let's look at what we can do to try to, you know, break this down. Yeah. Um, and I, I love that um, Mandy added um, the part about uh, special education and ability because ability is one of the um, it's definitely a part of equality yeah. and I think it's one that's overlooked quite a bit um, so I'm I'm glad that was mentioned um, do you want to read the next one by Alex Kara? sure so this comes from Alex Regala on Twitter and they said to be age it just kind of sounds like something a sort of ignorant head in the clouds fake deep um, quote, the only race is a human race, person would say. Um, it's pretty harmless, and I don't exactly expect every celebrity to have a nuanced perspective on politics slash civil rights, so it's okay. Um, and then they said a really nice thing, saying, uh, this show is excellent. Thank you for all the op- for offering nuanced discussions on all things 1D, Harry Styles, etc. Uh, which I thought was, like, the best compliment someone could give us. I know. It was really, really nice. I loved it, that tweet so much. I was like, I feel like Harry's Michael Scott were um, in the office where he's like, <laughs> yeah. we're all homos, homo sapiens. <laughs> oh my god, the office is so great. Yeah, I, I really like this because... <laughs> It's funny, but it also gets to the point, you know? <laughs> it's direct, and it's exactly... The only race is the human race. Oh. <clears throat> um, all right, the next one comes from Amanda, uh, who said, I think it should be fundamentals and just basic knowledge for equality to exist and not to be a debate, because it's just basic truth. Um, but at this moment, 
It's not the it's not accepted by all, and a large amount of the government do not seem to support it. It's very much tied in. So while an ideal world of politics, it would just politics is just politics, and everyone stands for equality and unity and peace, and the earth is healthy. It's not, and a huge part of that is who we let lead our countries. It's nice to say gender is a social construct, and gender norms are. But for some people, identifying with the gender is important, and that's valid. Girl doesn't equal pink. Girl equals feeling like a girl. Also, like, sex and gender aren't always the same. Sex is literally how you're born, but it's not always how you feel. I'm getting angry. And then (laughs) Amanda continued on in um, uh, our DMs talking about, um, like, an experience that she had recently at her church where um, one of the... Uh, church leaders um, was talking about Caitlyn Jenner in a really disgusting way and um, just I I think she was sort of this was like this was at a point where she was really coming to understand gender equality and stuff and it was just kind of like a real blow um, to her understanding and, and just realizing that equality is not everywhere. And I think sometimes it's so good to have these kind of personal stories because Kara and I, like I said, live in such a privileged place on college campuses. Um, and we came from a quite a liberal area. So, you know, I think sometimes you can sort of get stuck in a bubble and, you know, it's, it's, I don't know, good to have personal stories where it's like, look, you know, this is not how it is for everyone. Yeah. Amanda, I'm so proud of you. Like, I just feel like that's so hard to do. Like, sort of mm-hmm. just, like, stray away from, like, what you were taught your entire life. And just to, like, come to be such an accepting and lovely person. I'm just, oh, wow. I'm just so proud. I know. Amanda's really amazing. Yeah. Love you, Amanda. Mm-hmm. Thank you for this insight. Yeah. Um, do you want to read the next one? Sure. Um, as soon as my phone opens up. Okay. This is from Astra. <laughs> Um, they said, I think what he meant was equality is such a basic human right that it shouldn't be up for debates among the ever-changing political parties and government for their vote banks. The right to equality should be a fundamental right, and the fact that it's not is frustrating to him. I feel like he gets flack from his fans for not being very literal in everything he says and deconstruct the heck out of it, whereas the outside world just simplifies his comments and hence gets his general feelings about what he actually meant. I don't think he is ignorant about these things, uh, about these issues having political implications, but for him personally, these are non-political issues. So this gives that sort of other perspective Mm -hmm. of, um, like, I guess what's right to talk about in an interview Mm -hmm. and, like, that type of thing, Mm -hmm. Um, which I think is important to acknowledge, like, that's definitely... Um, something to think about and, you know, to recognize that these, you, you might not have the right things to say and, like, maybe you feel like you're not the right person to talk about them. Um, but I also don't think that excuses what he said, I guess. Mm. Um, what are your thoughts, Kara? Um, I think that, let me see. I think I do agree that, like, he thinks that equality is a basic human right, but I think that, like, I don't know. I don't know. I'm not sure. Yeah, it's it's a difficult thing to discuss, which is why I love reading all of these from you guys. Yeah. Um, 
Clara said, I think Harry doesn't want to be political because that's not what he does, and he doesn't want to abuse his influence by talking about stuff he doesn't necessarily know enough to talk about, but that he, at the same time, feels that equality is, uh, that equality rights is such a basic notion that it's not abusing relationships with its fans if he were to say we should vote in a certain way. Hope that makes sense. Hmm. Um... I I feel like, I, I don't know. I don't know if it's, like, I feel like it's not talking about your own politics, especially when it's so vital, I definitely feel like is not, as, as this person says, like, it's not abusing a relationship, you know? It's, I mean, at least if you're on the right side, like, or the correct side, i.e. the left side... <laughs> Um, um, yeah, I feel like that influence is really important, and, um, and I know, again, Clara said stuff he doesn't necessarily know about, which I think is the key. I think that's key, that he doesn't necessarily know about it in the way we want him to know about it, um, and, uh, I would like him to do more research. But also, it's like he says what he says. Like, when the um, French interviewer, like, said... I mean, I'm, this is not directly off the point, but... Um, like, when the French interviewer was like, what are your feelings on Brexit? And he's like, um, I don't comment on politics, but I think that, like, bringing people together is always better than pulling them apart. But it's like, just say the words then, Harry. Just say yeah. you're not... You weren't for Brexit, and you are mad that it happened. Like, you know, you're allowed to say that. Yeah. But, he, like, he says it in, like, a very, like metaphoric way that it just God like damn it Harry. like i know it's not a song lyric i know and like i know this like what life. he's trying to do but it's like you're saying it anyway you might as well just come out and fully say it you know what i mean like yeah yeah, yeah i agree although is and, that and like me saying i don't talk i i don't i don't talk politics yeah like, but you do though i don't comment on politics Harry, stop it but also like you, know? you can't like politics is everything like you can't like yeah. be a human and not be political yeah. because that's like your entire life like you, they're just i don't know maybe it's just like different if you're like really wealthy <laughs> but like <laughs> i don't know i wouldn't know <laughs> but also like i am a white woman and like politics still like really affect me and like even if they're not affecting yeah. me like as long as anyone's being affected negatively that right. like that's something i care about yeah which is like i agree yeah you know what i mean like i just feel like just because it doesn't affect you doesn't mean it's not affecting anyone yeah. it doesn't mean you shouldn't care Exactly. That's, like, the whole thing that's, like, you know, women, they're our daughters, our sisters, our mothers. And it's, like, okay, so you have to have a relationship with a woman to understand what she's going through or to understand the inequality she faces? Like, wow, that's sad. I know. Uh, Like, me and my friend were talking about how, like, the the bar for men is so low. (laughs) Like, just, like, in terms of, like, like, thinking about equality and things. That, like, it's just, like, if a man says, you know what? Women are people, too. Like, people are just going <laughs> to give them a medal. And I know that, like, sometimes we're like that with Harry. But it's, like, I think the bar is so god dang low that it's, like, but it's not good. Like, I just, like, want better for him. And I think that yeah. he could do better. And I think that's, like, why we're frustrated. Because, like, we see right. the seeds of this yes. political figure. Not figure. But, like, you know, this political <laughs> person. Right. And I think, like, that just, like, who I want him to be. And, like, right. maybe that's not what who he wants to be. But, like, I hope that, like, maybe 
he grows and like embraces like what is already there because it's not like yeah. it's not like he's not saying anything because he is yeah he he is he's he's when 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 fans got really upset over the comments in a magazine that Liam made over the LGBTQ plus community Harry said at the next concert the next day love is love yeah. we celebrate love he runs around with the rainbow flag. You know, he posts pictures to Instagram about equality. He does those things, which means his heart is in the right place. Like, he does make statements, but, you know, he's not backing it up with the same political action that you would want him to. Um, I know. I just, like, want the whole... It's, like, halfway there. It's just, like, politics, like, you can't take it out of the equation. Like, I'm, I'm, like, just thinking about, like, when Naya was saying, like, didn't he say, like, go out and vote for, like, marriage equality in Ireland when that was like, happening? Yeah. So I was just, And like, Niall tweeted, tweet, has tweeted about how much he hates Trump. Yeah. And all that type of stuff. So it's not hard. Yeah. It's not hard to do. And, like, obviously Niall's done that and Harry's done other things that might be more, like, gestury. Um, but, like, it's not something that's gonna make you feel like, fall apart or lose people. Yeah, like, Niall's still doing fine. He's still, like, the freaking sunshine of everyone's life. You know what I mean? Like, I just feel like... And if you lost a few fans for saying he hates Trump, well, bye. (laughs) Like, you don't deserve Trump. I mean, you don't don't deserve Trump. No one deserves Trump. We don't, um... (laughs) You don't deserve Niall, anyway. Yeah. Oh, God. And I was gonna say as well that... And, and the thing is, we also don't know his personal life. Like, yes, I'm sure true. he talks politics in his personal yeah. life. I feel like you, there's no... You don't think so? No, I do. I'm just like, yeah. Oh. Like, of course okay. he does. Yeah. I, of course he talks politics. Of course he talks about these conversations, like, with his own friends and family and his in his own sphere. What we're saying is we want it to be more of a public thing, I think. Because, just in our mind, that yeah. is, uh, like... I don't know. I don't want to say. I mean, I guess it kind of is a like responsibility. I mean, like I'm gonna. I'm I gonna kind say of. It. I'm kind of lean there. I I lean there too. It is. I mean, like yeah. I know that some people are just like like you know pop stars can just like be pop stars in entertainment, but it's like you have an influence. Yeah, and and also I have. I feel like if you have privilege, it's your responsibility. Period. Whether or not you're famous, mm-hmm. you know. We're talking about this whole goddamn thing right now on the show, not because it's a fun thing to talk about or it's fun to comment on something that, you know, you might not quite like about someone you really look up to. I know. But it's our responsibility to talk about it. We couldn't just pretend this didn't happen. We couldn't just go on and be like, yeah, Harry didn't say these things and we're totally fine with it. I mean, we could. We're not fine. But we could have, yeah. but we're not fine with it. Yeah. And I think it's our responsibility to talk about it. I hate um, doing this. I hate calling out people I love, but it's like so important. Like, it's literally like one of my least favorite things, but it's like you kind of just have to. Yeah. <laughs> Yep, yep, yep. All right, so let's read this next one. This one's from Veronica. Um, She said, On the fundamentals comment, I generally get what the point he's attempting to make. He's trying to to make the point of this shouldn't be an issue anymore. Everyone should be equal. And I get that. The thing is, though, uh, it is an issue. It's an issue for a lot of people. Some people's mere existence, i.e. being gay, bi, trans, non-binary, queer, person of color, just living in the world had been made a political issue by patriarchal governments and power structures, and saying that politics do not play a part in your life is, for one thing, untrue. For nearly anything you do and say inadvertently reflects your morals, your worldview, your priorities, and ultimately your politics. Not only that, but it is a privilege to be able to ignore slash not speak about politics, or to believe your existence, public identity, and personal philosophy are apolitical, 
because so many people cannot even walk down the street without their existences being politicized and up for debate as to whether or not their personhood is valid. It's privileged and ignorant at the very best. And that doesn't mean he's a bad person or an ignorant person in general. It just reinforces what we already knew, which is that he lives a very separate privileged life compared to most people and does not and cannot relate to a lot of the real issues and problems that average people face. And he probably doesn't know that and doesn't want to speak and he probably does know that and doesn't want to speak to what he has not experienced. Mm. However, there is always a way to empathize. There is always a way to help people and to speak out against hate. And we don't know what he does behind the scenes, so we can't say that he isn't involved in political issues or making the steps to learn. But it is important to note that at this point, he is not the ideal representation of the woke celebrity male that we like to think he is sometimes. Maybe one day he will be this shimmering beacon of socio political activism, but at this point, I don't think he's educated or openly active enough to do so. Everyone is on their own political journeys. It's just a matter of admitting to yourself where you're truly at. To acknowledge that there are where you are is a place that many, for many people, is a place that cannot be conceived of because they themselves will never have the advantages or privileges that you do which is one of the true cruelties of inequality, which delves much deeper and is far more complex than mere fundamentals. Um, wow, Veronica. Way to hit so many important points. Yes. Um, I... Where do we even start with this? I, re I really liked you making that sort of comparison of the woke celebrity male that we want him to be and, like, where he's not at yet and not saying that he won't be there at some point, but we do have to recognize that in a lot of ways we hold him up to a standard that we kind of uh, project onto him that we want him to be at, but mm. he's not yet there. Um, was there anything in particular, Kara, that you liked about this one? I think that, like, it, uh, well, I don't know if this was, like, directly from this, but, like, it made me think, like, I feel like politics will never be separate from equality. Mm -hmm. Like, I, I feel like that, like, I said that before, <laughs> like, that, like, I wish that politics and equality were separate, but, like, they're never going to be. Like, I physically, like, yeah. they're that's, just... That's, you, uh, that's a utopia. I mean, like, it literally can't be, because, like, I'm just thinking, like, the, like, what the right wants to do, like, even if the social, quote-unquote social things were taken out of it, it's still, yeah. it still affects people. Like, it, there's no, yeah. like, I don't, like, I think that, like, I didn't make that clear enough that, like, like, that's all intertwined. Like, you literally cannot separate them. Because mm -hmm. also, you... It's, if you say they can be separated in that easy, clear-cut way, you're saying that things are black and white, and most things are not black and white. They're very messy. And a lot of times, besides, like, things like equality, there are multiple perspectives that are not necessarily easy to pull apart. Um, I'm in a genetics class right now, and we delve a lot into, like, um, you know, genes and how they affect the world we live in, and, like, should genetic testing be a thing? Should things, like, if we, we're almost at the technology where, you know, I mean, we're, we're sort of pretty much there where you can alter genes and that'll alter fetuses to be born with certain traits. Um, is that, is that okay that we alter, you know, baby's eye color or this or that and, like, what outcomes could happen. And it is so messy. It is not clear-cut. There's so many opinions. And, like, it's not as though there's a wrong and right about these things. They affect people's lives. And it's politics 
a lot of times because there isn't a clear answer, as there is to many issues such as, like, equality with, you know, um, by race or gender. I feel like it's, I mean, maybe it's still freaking messy, but uh, I feel like there's almost a right and a wrong, but a lot of times there isn't where there's many different opinions and many educated people saying different things and trying to come at it from the best point of view. Um, and in that way, like Kara said, it's never going to be completely separated. You can't have one without the other. Yeah. Cause I mean, I'm just thinking about like taxes and I'm thinking about like housing laws. Like that's just, mm-hmm. that literally affects humans. Like it's just different. It's not like an opinion. Like it's like wealthy people just being like, are poor people human? Like that's like basically what politics are like it just mm, I'm not saying it right but like you know what I like I just I'm just angry that like people think that that's an opinion yeah I think what what did Veronica say that I I liked this um even because so many people cannot even walk down the street without their existence politicized and up for debate as to whether or not their personhood is valid I think that was one of the strongest points that really hit me yeah um so thank you, Veronica, for being the woke person we we like to have in our on our Twitter feed. Um, and the last one is from Lucia. I hope I didn't miss anyone. You guys all wrote so many stuff. Would you like to read this, or would you like me to? Uh, why don't you do it? Because I lost it. Okay. <laughs> okay, you ready? So this is Lucia's, uh, and she said, "I want to give Harry the benefit of the doubt and assume that he spoke he that he spoke this out of place of ignorance and not." And not a real understanding of how race, gender, sexuality, and politics are related. I would hope that he was trying to say is that these things shouldn't be political issues because they shouldn't be issues at all. But that viewpoint is ultimately really unhelpful. By taking this stance, I'm not political because I just believe people are people. You're ignoring the struggles of all those people who say, whose lives are controlled and determined by politics. I've always gotten quite frustrated with Harry and his lack of political involvement especially because he gets praised so much for doing what could be seen as the bare minimum. But I think the important thing to remember is that we don't know him or his life, and perhaps what looks like the bare minimum is actually a huge effort on his part. We really don't know, so I think it's maybe not totally fair of me to be frustrated, but at the same time, I always expect more from my female and queer idols, and I don't want to let Harry off the hook just because he's a man. And, hey, at least he's not completely awful. (laughs) He is doing a lot more than a lot of other people in similar positions, though, and I think, hope... He will continue to grow his political view of the world. I also have to say that to me, it often seems like he has a hard time getting his points across when speaking. And speaking about politics can be very scary, especially if you feel like you don't know how to articulate what you want to say. Whenever I read a quote from him, especially if it is in a print magazine where the author can edit, I look at the whole context of the conversation to gather the full meaning. Well, I think Harry has said some very eloquent stuff before. In general, he is not the most straightforward. Totally clear speaker, if that makes sense. And if he doesn't totally, if he isn't totally confident in his speaking about hard stuff abilities, then I can see how that might make him not want to do it so much. And instead of the stuff that maybe he is personally more capable of doing, like rainbow flags at concerts and Instagram, etc. I know for me, there are things I'm really good at and things I'm not really good at. And when it comes to political activism, when it comes to political activism, and it's hard to not beat yourself up for not 
and it's hard not to beat yourself up for not doing the right things, uh, not doing the things you're good at. I think we can all always do better, but I also think that Harry is making an effort and has shown consistent interest in politics, whether or not he knows it. There's a lot of misguided celebrity activism, but just because something isn't perfect doesn't mean we should write them off completely. Instead, we can encourage them to learn more and do better. So this was also, had some also really good points about, you know, the the pressure of, um, like, being able to speak and formulate your thoughts, especially in an interview where it's sort of, like, thrown at you and you might not know exactly, like, what to say in the moment. Again, I don't think that excuses him, and I think Lucia made that clear. It doesn't excuse him, but um, it is, it is, you know, there's a lot of factors that play into this type of thing. Um, and I think, l like you said, like, um, we can't just praise them for doing the bare minimum. You yeah. Know, we have to hold them to the same standards that, as Lucia said, she holds her, uh, the women and queer people she looks up to, to a certain standard. And just because Harry's a man doesn't mean that he shouldn't also be held to those standards. Yeah. And I think that, like, we can, like, praise Harry for, like, you know, doing the love is love speech and, like, doing the rainbow flag thing and also, like, mm -hmm. want him to do more. You know what I mean? Like, I just... Yeah. So, like, they're, like we can hold all of those opinions at once. Yeah. And I definitely agree with everything I, she said. I agree. Yeah. Um, but there was someone... Who was it? Now I'm trying to find... Someone said something about, like, Harry aligning himself. He aligns himself with the stuff he agrees in. And, like, that's important or whatever. I have no idea. Uh, was it someone who replied to us? I thought so. Maybe it wasn't. Maybe it was someone I just saw on Twitter. Okay. Um, but someone was saying, like, the good thing is that he, it's not as though he's, like, changing his views all over the place or, you know, is trying to be, like, depending. Like, he's very aligned in what he believes. Oh, I think that and, was Lucia. That's him. Where, where did she say that? It was that? Um, another thing. Like, she uh, added, like, other, like, another post. Oh. Okay. Well, so Lucia said it. Where, where the hell was it? Because she said it really well. Um, I can't find it. But, um... I, I agree, and, wait, maybe, did I add it? Um, I mean, no. I'm not gonna be able to find it with all the tour stuff, so I would just... Um, but, yeah, so, okay, so, like, saying that he's very aligned in what he believes in, which is a really positive thing. Yeah, and true. that means there is ability to grow and learn, and he has the capability of doing that, but he has to take responsibility and do it, you know? Yes. Like... That's going to take work on his part, which he has the ability to do, you know? He's in a very privileged position, and to say that his life is too busy or he doesn't have access to information would just be a lie. Mm -hmm. um, he definitely has the ability to become um, more... Aware. Uh, aware, yeah. Um, and, and we know this was something I wanted to add. Uh, apparently, Harry got James Corden a sign that said, no Trump anytime for either his birthday or Christmas or something. Um, so, like, we know he's political, but he doesn't come out and say it, which is Harry. the problem. Um, and I made the joke, a real sign of the times, right? Because it was a sign that said, no Trump anytime. Nice. Uh, <laughs> but, um, yeah, do you have any closing thoughts about this whole conversation? It's yes. been really long, but I think it was very much needed. Um, I love you, Harry, so much. Like, honestly, with every atom of my being. Um, yeah. And 
I just want, I don't know, I feel like it would be, I mean, this is presumptuous of me to say, like, it'd be even better for him, too. But I feel like he would feel good about himself if he was, like, putting Mm -hmm. his actual views out there in, like, the most direct form. I think that, Mm -hmm. I think he'd feel better, too. I don't know. Me, too. That's just my opinion. Yeah, I think so. I think so. And I think it would be better for everyone in the whole world if he were to. The entire universe. (laughs) Honestly. Because I don't think, I don't think much bad can happen from it. Like. Yeah. Like, the worst thing you can do is, like, you lose a few fans who are, like, Trump supporters. Yeah. But the, the best thing that could happen is you change fans' views who were Trump supporters. True. And they start questioning their views and... You know, I think that could be really beneficial or or make other people feel accepted. And like there's someone they can look up to who understands or like can can think about the struggles that they daily go through. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, um, that pretty much sums it up. Thank you guys for writing in. Um, I'm so glad we got so many responses. I didn't think we would, which was just such a nice surprise because I haven't actually seen that many people talking about this on Twitter. I tried you know, Googling some stuff, and there wasn't, I mean, t- Twitter Googling? Yeah, searching. <laughs> That's the word. Twitter Google. <laughs> searching for keywords and stuff to try to find what people were saying about it. Um, and it doesn't seem like a lot of people have commented. I saw some that were, like, more angry <laughs> than others, and I was like, okay, this is, like, uh, I don't want to, like, tear Harry down as this, like, terribly painted person, because mm-hmm. I don't think that's who he is. Um, but... Yeah, so I'm glad you guys were all thinking of it, and I'm glad we have the conversation. I wish I saw more within the fandom, because I think people have opinions, but it's, like, one of those things where you're, like, how do you call out someone you love so much, you know? How do you how do you talk about these things? It's uncomfortable, um, because we do love Harry so much, and we do respect him, and we think his, you know, his heart is so good, and he has done so many amazing things that are not discredited by what he says. We just think he can grow and learn more. And um, as, as one of us said, I was, it was either Lucia or Veronica said, we're all on our own like political journeys. And, you know, we come to things at different times. Like I look back, even, even freshman year of college, um, I know I'm going to add a story, but this was, uh, I was sitting at a breakfast table and Um, I was on the crew team and one of the crew members said to me, um, they were talking about, uh, their roommate who was a gay man and he was saying like, oh yeah, he's been bringing guys back to the room and like, um, I have to keep going out in the hallway or something. Like I can't come in and get my stuff. And he was just commenting on it like, about the not being able to like go back into his room and it, it was nothing about the fact that he was bringing guys back mm-hmm. it, it wasn't about that this the guy who was talking is probably one of the best people i know <laughs> um not that i really know him but he's just like one of those really ultimately amazing people mm-hmm. um and i made the comment like wow that's so like like that's so great my brother went to um a summer program where one of his one of the people at the program had a friend i mean ha- whose roommate was gay and he like would make derogatory comments and this and that. Um, so, like, good job on you for, like, not being like that. Wait, or who whatever. would make like, the derogatory comments? Uh, someone at the program, not my brother. Oh, okay. My brother was friends with the um, the kid who was being 
like people were the guy this his roommate was making like my brother was friends with the gay okay. guy and uh, some other guy at the program was roommates with the gay okay. guy and like was really uncomfortable with it and like made a lot of mean comments and my brother was like what the hell um and so he told me this um so I said to him I was like oh this is like an experience my brother had like good on you for like like not caring or not whatever I don't know but like I look back on that and I'm like, Caitlin, what the hell? Like, obviously, my heart was in the right place. And, like, I was trying to just, like, share a story and, like, make friends and, like, this and that. But, like, I just think now I think I would never say something like mm-hmm. that. Like, I just, I mean, there's so many things wrong with what I said. And I think we're learning. I think this is a perfect opportunity where, like, you know, I was in the right place. But now I'm looking back going, why did I assume the person I was talking to? Why, why did I assume his sexuality wasn't also this, yeah. like, queer? Like, why did I assume he was this way? Or, like, why did I say, like, oh, good on you for, like, not, like... <laughs> not being, being a terrible human. <laughs> yeah, like, I, I mean, I didn't say it in those ways. I think I'm, I think I'm, I don't know what exactly I said. But, like, that's sort of what I was getting across, I think. Like, so... I just, I just think of the, the jump I've made in the past four years of being in college. And like, that doesn't mean I was, you know, a bad person before. It, it doesn't mean that I didn't have the right, like, you know, thoughts and heart and whatever. But we're all on this journey of learning and understanding and growing. And I'm, and I'm glad I wouldn't say those things again. I'm glad I've moved so much more and like learned so much more. Um, but I think it goes to show that everyone can, you know, like make mistakes and not know things, but it's, it's your responsibility to, to do better. Mm -hmm. Um, okay. So that was it for that discussion. (laughs) Let us know if you guys have any other thoughts because, um, you guys are incredibly intelligent and eloquent and beautiful. And I want to hear your opinions. Um, uh, a nice Harry news story is that Harry was on the Graham Norton show, um, and he performed Sign of the Times, and this was his second performance um, of Sign of the Times since SNL. And after seeing this, I was just like, oh my god. He was so happy. He I, was smiling. My, he nailed it. He knew he nailed it, too. Like, you could see I'm how happy so he was. I'm so happy. This is why, like, my, when my mom was like, Kara, why did you think he looked sad at SNL? It's like, this is, like, the capacity yeah. of happy he's, like, he can be when he's proud of himself. Mm-hmm. Like, this is, like, why it was, like, such a distinct difference. And, like, like yeah. he definitely seemed, like, so much more comfortable in his skin and his, like, voice mm-hmm. just, like, shone through and I was just wow wow he knocked it he nailed all the high notes he nailed the ending yeah like if you haven't watched his performance at Graham Norton go do it and he also performed on the French show we talked about and like every time he does like slightly different note changes and so it's it's really cool to like catch all of those yeah um and it was just it it enforced more to me how nervous he was out of his mind. Oh, for the, I know. For the other show, um, just because he just did so well on this one. Not that the other one was bad; it was also really good. But you could just tell how comfortable he was on the Graham Norton show mm-hmm. compared to getting that first SNL one over with. Um, all right, moving on to the main discussion for today. Um, 
So we're finally doing this because Harry's been such a busy bee that we haven't actually been able to talk in depth about the song titles of his album that he released. Um, and we've been dying to do it. And I am so ready to talk about the song titles um, and predict what the hell they'll be. We only have two weeks left. So we're like, we better get this done. Um, and also, you guys wanted this. I pulled on Twitter, which is at talk underscore direction. Um, and we were thinking of doing the Ever Since New York stuff, but... We figured, let's get the song stuff done beforehand, um, because it's all really fun and important before the album comes out. Um, so the first thing is, and this was something found out from the Rolling Stones interview, is that Harry was thinking of naming his album Pink. Um, we know that the cover is pink. There's That's sort of been his theme for this um, era. Um, and in the Rolling Stones article, he quoted Clash's Paul Simon, uh, who said, pink is the only true rock and roll color. Um, so pink was a possible title for his album. Obviously his album is now called Harry Styles. It's self-titled. Um, but I pulled our listeners to see which title they preferred. Um, and we got 35 votes and 71% of people liked the title pink better than the 29% who liked Harry Styles as a title. Um, Kara, what are your thoughts on this? Should he have named the album Pink? Okay, so I was thinking, like, when I first heard it, I was like, Harry, what have you done? Why didn't you call it Pink? <laughs> like, that's so cute. But then, like, the more I thought about it, I feel like it's more iconic if he names it Harry Styles and everyone calls it the Pink album. Like, yeah. I just feel like it developing that aura and, like, that, like, coming into its own... Like, and mm -hmm. him not naming it that, I think is a more iconic way of doing it. That is true. I know. At first I was like, Harry, Harry. I voted for Pink. Me too. I, I voted liked, for Pink too. But then... I really... Pink would have been such a cool album title. But then also it makes it me think really of, like, the artist wrote. Pink. <laughs> true. True. But I do... I agree with what you're saying. I, I think we just have to push, and we will on the podcast. We For now on, we start referring to this as the Pink album. Yeah, because, I mean, we can't say we Harry can... Styles, the album. Like, that's I know. weird. I know. It's, it's harder to say, too. Like, to be, like, Harry Styles' first album, Harry Styles. Like, yeah, like, the self-titled you know, album, I think, was how we'd say it, but... Yeah, the self-titled album. Pink album's way cuter. Like, Pink album. And I think if we as a fandom agree to start referring to it as the Pink album things will be once he has like better. more albums i think that that's like when it's gonna right. come about because i don't think it's gonna yeah but there's yeah. never a problem starting early true that's fair <laughs> um but i did i did really like the title pink and i think we were saying like what the hell would he title it like what would be a good enough name like how do you pick a title and pink kind of really yeah it's a good lot of, <laughs> a lot of those for me and it seemed like you guys agree so I mean I don't think it was a mistake there was probably reasons behind behind all this and and it is true what Kara said about you know it becomes even more iconic if we call it the pink album um like what was how about for the Beatles what did like the white album have a real name or was it just the white I think album? it was called the white album Oh, God damn it, Harry. <laughs> but that's okay. Um, I like Harry Styles as well. Um, it's a good name. It um, is. Okay, so there are only ten songs on this album. We talked about that. This is like him pulling some Adele move. It's quite rude, if you ask me, that we don't get at least an extra five songs. Mm -hmm. um, but I'm sure he's packed so much good stuff into these ten songs that um, we're going to just be blessed any which way you look at it. Um 
And, uh, I mean, we got a lot of the titles. I mean, we got all of the titles. <laughs> I'm kind of a mess. <laughs> um, we got all of the titles, um, from his album a couple weeks ago now. It's been a while. Um, and a lot of them seem to have meaning that you can dissect or think about. Um, we were saying that they have a little bit more of, like, emotional story attached to just the title that evokes something. Um, so I think it's really fun to play this title game because something unlike a One Direction song like You and I or Right Now, they, that don't really give you much, like, something to bite onto, Harry's titles certainly do. Um, and I think also they kind of all fit into a similar sort of, like, title genre, if you will. Like, they sound like they're coming from the same person hmm. in a way that, like... Like, they go together, you know? Mm. He, The titles seem to fit. Um, and uh, they're very intriguing. And I'm excited to see what we think about each of them. Now, if you go to patreon.com slash talkdirection, Kara and her friends did a title guessing game type thing. I didn't watch okay. it because I didn't want to be not, influenced. It's not up because... <laughs> I I upload it and then like two minutes got cut out so, cut cut out so I've been trying to upload it for four days and it hasn't been working so I'm gonna have to figure something oh, no. out because yeah I really oh, love that, that video and it's like my friends are so weird sometimes and I love it so yeah I can't wait to watch it when it does go up yeah um but check look out for that on Patreon.com/talkdirection um, that's the kind of content we give you over there um, so. Let's start with Meet Me in the Hallway, mm. which we were told by Rolling Stones is an intricate psychedelic pop song. God! And Meet Me in the Hallway, it has a lot of meaning in it. What do you think this could mean? What do you think it's going to sound like? All that good stuff. Okay, well, first of all, the fact that we're opening in with a psychedelic pop, like, are you kidding me? Like, I'm just like, I kind of want him to like... Uh, collab with Tame Impala and do some more psychedelic stuff. Um, but I'm sensing, like, from this, uh, it, I mean, it's, like, a perfect, like, opener. Like, meet me. Like, meet me for the first time. Mm -hmm. Like, um, I feel like the lyrics are gonna be... Is that what we're doing, too? Like, what vibe? Like, lyrics? Yeah, okay. yeah. Um, I feel like it's kind of, like, a secret rendezvous kind of thing. It's, like, mm -hmm. hallways are, like, liminal spaces. It's not, like, a home... It's kind of just, uh, you know, like, a transitional period. Um, and, I mean, I feel like that's part of, like, Harry's life is kind of, like, going from place to place and, like, kind of just always existing in these, like, liminal, uh, temporary spaces. And, um, I mean, it could be between two people or it could be between, like, uh, his new self and his past self. <gasps> Ooh. Um, because Harry did talk about on the French talk show that he was, like, the, like, the album is, like, mostly about him. Like, even if it was about another person, like, in the end, it's about his perspective on the situation. So, um, yeah, I wonder if this is gonna be another, like, ever since New York type of thing where it's just, like, one line in the song that's the title. Hmm. I think, I feel like it could be. Yeah. Meet Me in the Hallway definitely... I mean, it could also be a repeated line, but it's definitely very specific, such that it could, I could see it being in Same. a verse rather than a chorus. Yeah. Um, and I agree. It, it sounds like it could be, like, two lovers sneaking out to the hallway to, like, 
you know, rendezvous. Oh, God, we get another perfect. Yeah, I know. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Or, like, you know, something where they're, like, uh, Kesha, who's one of our listeners, did a a really lovely um, song analysis, title analysis thing, and said it could have been Secret Lovers, very angsty sounding. Um, But, like, something where it seems, like, maybe forbidden love or... Um, I don't know, something like that, where you're trying to meet in the hallway because you don't really have anywhere else to go, I guess. Hmm. But also, if it's psychedelic pop, that seems, like, more upbeat and, like, I mean, I guess, it could, like, I don't know, like, true. like more, like, happy. Um, so, like, meeting yeah. on the hallway, we're going to go on an adventure. Oh, yeah. I mean, ever since New York has really sad lyrics, but I don't find the music too sad. Yeah, that's true. It's quite upbeat. So, like, it doesn't necessarily match... But, like, what would be, yeah, could go on adventure. Meet me in the hallway. I like that. Go on an adventure. Like, we're escaping. We're running away. Yeah. That would be fun. I do love a good up-tempo song with sad lyrics, though. Yeah. I love that. Same. I'm excited. Give me something depressing I can dance one. to. Yeah, this is the first one, too. Oh. But Meet Me in the Hallway makes it seem like we're going on an adventure when we listen to his album. Yes. Like, <laughs> opener song like order is everything i can't wait to have the discussion about the order of harry's songs and like why he chose them and whether or not it's almost like a continual story you know sometimes uh artists have that Mm. like i know taylor swift's 1989 seemed to have sort of a story woven throughout the songs um so i wonder if harry's album will have something of that sort um either way song title order obviously was chosen for a reason Mm -hmm. so you know, this is the opener, and having some upbeat, like, adventure song would be really cool. Um, the next song we have is Sign of the Times, and we've heard this one. Um, Harry talked more about uh, Sign of the Times in the Rolling Stone interview, and we did our whole discussion, and I'm glad we did our whole discussion about what we thought it meant before we got this extra tidbit of what Harry said it meant to him. Um, Harry said, uh, sign of the times came from this isn't the first time we've been in a hard time and it's not going to be the last time the song is written from a point of view as if it was a mother giving birth to a child and there's a complication the mother is told the child is fine but you're not going to make it the mother has five minutes to tell the child go forth and conquer um this is so cool first of all to get this insight into harry's songwriting yeah. what did you think when you when you read this well when i saw this as a blurb like on twitter i was like that harry did not say that like i can't imagine harry being that direct (laughs) with what he meant for a song but then it was real and i was like okay harry like are you kidding me like this is actually the kind of stuff that like i live for um and what a beautiful concept for a song it's so heartbreaking um Mm -hmm. but i just feel like i don't know like we always talk about how obsessed harry is with like childbirth and like pregnancy and mothers so oh my god we haven't talked about pregnant harry in a long time yeah we haven't (laughs) i feel like that used to come up a lot especially when they were too but also why haven't we because he literally talked about his album like giving birth to it so like we've already gotten two confirmed birth like uh references i forgot we did that whole vulva thing (laughs) i don't remember that That but oh yeah just a lot of vulva talk um but maybe he made this album I was going to say, like, f- for someone to, like, listen to during childbirth. And, like, that's, like, there's, like, different, like, breath exercises you can do for each oh song. Oh, my God. That, um, that would be amazing. He should teach, like, a child uh, or, like, a, what's it called? A, a labor class of designed yes. around this album. I'm just saying. Um, okay. Our listener, Danielle, is a doula. So I'm pretty sure she's a doula. So I think. What's a doula uh, again? That would be. 
Uh, it's like um, someone who it's like a home birth, like person. Okay. I believe. Cool. Um. So. So I'm down for a breathing exercise. Taylor too. Yes, perfect. Honestly, I'm down. <laughs> that would be. Amazing. Oh my god! Do you think Harry's gonna have baby sized merch? <gasps> oh my god. That would be so incredible. That would be so cute. I mean, eventually, right? Yeah. Like, there was One Direction merch. Even if it's not from Harry, there's going to be merch. Oh, my God. I can't wait to have kids. That's all they're going to wear. <laughs> <laughs> A full wardrobe. Oh, my God. Um, <clears throat> but I, I honestly think this is so cool. And, and it goes to show you that songs can literally be written about anything. You know, those magazines were like, this is about a girl. And you're just like, like, um, can you just world? like expand your mind for one hot I mean, it's about a woman like, giving birth to a child. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but like, it's just, you can take such a small detail of something and it becomes like, a whole story. Yeah. You know, inspiration can come from anywhere. And I think um, this shows that it is. And it's such an interesting story. Do you, like, do you think it makes you think of the song differently? I know when we were doing the discussion, we talked about in, in some of the verses, it especially sounded like, like a, a parent talking to a child in sort of a caring way. But we also had some of the lines sound more like something creepy and sort of evil. Mm. Um which which wasn't the perspective of. So we had we had both of them, but do you think it makes you think of the song differently? I mean, I think it makes the conflicting images like make more sense because it's like yeah. I need like if the mother has like 5 minutes to live, like it's obviously that like little speech she's giving the child is going to be like tinged with like sadness and regret and like yeah. bitterness that she doesn't get to share her life with her child. So it makes sense yeah. that she's like trying to like give all the worldly advice that she can, but it's also like dang, I'm not going to freaking be able to, like, live this life with my kid. Yeah. Yeah, it, it is, it does show that mixed emotion thing. And, and I was, I just looked up where in Tarzan the, the, um, <laughs> just stop your crying, it'll be all oh. right comes, because that's a line from a song in oh, Tarzan, yeah. or is it called Just Stop Your Crying? Um, it's, it's actually at the part where, Tarzan's parents have died and the, the mother the mother monkey is talking to the little baby Tarzan. So, I mean, I'm not saying that Harry was watching Tarzan and came up from this, but I'm also saying he wasn't not watching Tarzan mm. when he came up with this. Because it's at the same point where the mother is dead and the monkey and the baby Tarzan. So... Wow. Cross the similar case. Similar feelings. More good <laughs> yeah. things to ask Harry about when we meet him. Harry didn't want to say it was about a gorilla monkey. It's, <laughs> it's, it's Tarzan fanfiction. Self-insert Tarzan oh fanfiction. Yes. Um, I wouldn't be disappointed. Tarzan's a fun movie, and there's great music. Really? Movie, so, yes. Um, okay, what else did I have to say about this? That's it, I think. Okay, cool. Um, okay, next song, Carolina, which in the Rolling Stones article we figured out, we found out that this was Harry's dad's favorite song. Um, and Harry's dad was the one who listened to, like, more... Um, <clears throat> Like I put like Rolling Stones and uh, Pink Floyd. Those were sort of the inspirations Harry had growing up from him. Mm. Um, so I don't know if it's going to sound like that. Um, 
I I was joking around, and I, I also know uh, Kesha joked around on her song title analysis that Carolina sounded a lot like, like, it's a name, just as Olivia was, and Harry wrote Olivia for One Direction's album, um, and he said in, in the song discussion, is Olivia even a person? Is it a thing? Is it an emotion? We just we don't know. Don't know. <laughs> so, um, Carolina could be anything. Um there's also a couple of, there's a lot of famous songs, but I pulled out two that I knew that has, has Caroline or Carolina in the title. Uh, firstly, Sweet Caroline by Neil Diamond, um, and Carolina on My Mind by James Taylor, and there's just a whole bunch of other ones as well. Um, but Carolina is a name that is quite often used. So I wonder if there's any references to that often. Like, could it be something where he's like, and we were singing, like, Carolina on my mind. And, like, then he names his song Mm. Carolina. You know how artists talk about other artists? Yeah. Like, Ed Sheeran's song, um, Castle on the Hill references Tiny Dancer. Yeah. Got it? Um... Could that be this, or... I mean, it could be, but it also could be referencing, like, a place. Like, I feel like, uh, dang it. Now I wish I had done this before we did. I mean, like, my, uh, before I did the video with my friends, because I'm definitely getting influenced by them. But, like, they (laughs) were talking about how it feels very American. Like, Mm -hmm. uh, so there might be, like, I don't know, I feel like it could be very American folksy, like, sounding to me and like very distinctly Americana and um I don't know what the lyrics could be about I feel like it's probably probably like talking about a place maybe about a person though like I mean using a place to talk about a person Mm -hmm. or using a person to talk about a place like how Niall like ever since New York did too yeah that's true well (laughs) yeah because I'm thinking about this town when Niall talks about yeah yeah you know his hometown and uses Mm -hmm. a person as like a metaphor um so, yeah, because yeah. are there any places called Carolina in, in the UK? Um, it does sound like we have North and South over yeah, here. Yeah, we have, we have two chances. <laughs> yeah. What uh, what other, it could be like a person. Yeah, but I feel like Caroline uh, is the more usual name yeah. other than Carolina. I mean, rather than. Mm-hmm. But who knows? It does seem like it would be something American-y. Mm-hmm. Or like when, it could be like they went to Carolina on their tour and something happened there and it represents a time in his life and something he was dealing with or something like Harry that. Harry helped a cow give birth. <gasps> oh my god. And he named it Carolina. <gasps> that would be a really so cute, cute name for a cow, to be honest. If anyone has it a cow, would. name it Carolina. Just saying. That would be beautiful. As long as it's not going to the slaughterhouse. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> well, our friend Olivia raised a cow. <laughs> for a class. And no. then they sold them all, which <laughs> was horrifying to me. Um, yeah. <clears throat> But, hopefully <laughs> that's not the case. Um, but I think, I feel like this could be like, do you think this is like a slow song? I feel like it could be mid to up tempo. It feels like but, uh, a, ever since New York te- type of tempo. Yeah. Ooh. It's like his, his ever since New York, but he decides to go be a farmer in South Carolina and raise cows. Yeah. Type of song. Yeah. I'm feeling it. Mm. This is his lifelong dream. Oh my god, I hope he has those cows that are, like, really furry. Like, you know, the cute ones that are, like, really, like, fluffy. Oh my god. What the heck? They're so (laughs) cute. They're, like, I don't know. Hold on, let me Google it. Type in fluffy cows. cows. They're so cute. (laughs) I love cows. (gasps) Oh my god! Aren't they cute? They're so cute. And Harry can put, like, little daisies in their hair. Oh my god. That is perfect. I know. 
What a beautiful idea. Yeah, like, imagine a little baby calf. I love them. And Harry just, like, dancing in a field with them. This beautiful, guys. This is very beautiful. Okay, well, I'm glad we cracked the code on that one. Um, The next song is Two Ghosts. Very up my brand. Um, Yes. I was quite pleased with this title. Also, the fact that we talk about the 1D ghost all the time. um, And this song is about that. Um, The 1D ghost and its companion. Exactly. I was very pleased with this. Um, But in in reality, although that is reality... um, I feel like this could be a song about, like, people who are... It it got me, like, feelings of walking in the wind. Like, kind of, like, two souls passing in the night. Kind of, like, like, bumping into each other. But, like, you're sort of the ghost of the people you were. Or you're almost a shell of yourself or a ghost of a person. Perhaps not really being yourself. Or, like, something haunting you. Self-haunting you from the Mm, past. Or, like... I don't know, two people who are no longer what they used to be, but, like, see each other. I don't know. Yeah. Is that what you got? Yeah, I definitely got, like, it seemed like a past relationship just because, like, the two really seems indicative Mm -hmm. of, like, a past romantic relationship. And I feel like it kind of could be a moment where, like, you were in a relationship and you're seeing the person that you were once, like, really, really close to um, and Mm -hmm. was once, like, a huge part of your life, but now it's just, like, could be a random person kind of walking on the street because, like, you don't know much about each other's oh, lives that's anymore. that's so weird. And so you're kind of, like, two ghosts of your former self because uh, you're, like, ta- you're like talking to this person that used to be, like, such a huge part of your life, but, like, you're mm-hmm. a whole different person now. So, like, you're, like, two former selves talking to, like, present selves and, like, it's just a weird uh, moment. That's, that is really weird. Yeah, it is really weird. Uh, yeah. I definitely relate to so many of that. Like, people that you used to be friends with. Like, I'm thinking of people in middle school that, like, I was friends with. Yeah. Like, when I was younger. And then just we grew out of our friendship. Mm -hmm. Like, and, like, I see them on Facebook and I'm like, I have no idea who you are. I used to be friends with, like, that entire group of people who stayed friends. And then, like, I went off and made friends with other people. And, like... Then you look back and you're like, we had an entire, like, childhood, and now I don't even know who you are. I feel like that's super relatable. Um, and I think that's could be about, doesn't have to be, like, romantic True. either. Yeah. It could be about anything. Whether or not it is to him, I think it's relatable mm-hmm. in a lot of ways. Um, and even just, like, ghosts of a place or, like, a, a sort of a past life that you were or a life that you had. Mm-hmm. Um or he just Again, we have... made two ghost friends. Oh my god. I hope so. Mm. Not that I believe in ghosts, but for your sake. <laughs> <laughs> Harry talking about... I feel like Harry would believe yeah, in Yeah, I ghosts. think so too. I just got my tarot cards read the other day and it was really, really good. And I want to have you have it done because... Oh my god. I know that you wouldn't believe it, but my friend Ripley, <laughs> me and my um, roommate Ripley went. And like, she does not believe in that stuff at all. Like, she went really hesitant. She's like, okay, Kara, like, I'll go with you. And her mind was uh-huh. blown. It was so specific. And like, I know, like, I knew. Like, like Ripley started like laughing in the middle. She was like, oh my god, this is so, this is like unreal. This is not happening. And it was like, girl, like, you're gonna believe. And like, trying to explain to other people, like, doesn't... It, like, she, uh, but, okay, I'll tell you about it later. I'll, I'll go with you. I'll, I'll go with you for the, for the talk direction. And it's only, like, $12 <laughs> each, so. 
Um, that twelve dollars is gonna fly you to the UK. You're right. Okay, so well, it's already it already twelve dollars so. means something. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but yeah, I would go to that for 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 fun. Nice. <laughs> I'll be open minded. Um, but yeah, so two ghosts. Could it be some haunting slow melody, or do you think it's more of an upbeat jam? Um, I feel like it's a haunting melody. Me too. Like I feel like it's like really stripped back and like almost acapella. Oh, that would be so I would, cool. And, like, have, like, lots of harmonies and make it sound ghostly. Yeah, or, like, some, like, strings. Like, really, like, oh, I don't yes. even know. Yeah, I feel like that could be the that could be the one. Agreed. Agreed. Well, we'll see. I hope, I, I can't wait to be wrong about all of this. I know, I'm so psyched. Um, <laughs> Prove me wrong. The next one is Sweet Creature. Um, I love this title. I think this title is amazing. I thought you just said um, Sea Creature. <laughs> no, <laughs> sweet creature. Um, I think it has such a great, like, uh, like paradoxical dynamic. Um, and like, I know I talked about this when we talked about the songs briefly. Um, that I just it feels like it sounds so intimate to me and almost like otherworldly mm-hmm. and a bit magical. Like, sweet creature sounds like you're talking about someone that, like, you love so much, but is this, like, otherworldly being, or, like, you're holding them to a regard that's, like, mystical, because that's how much you, like, I don't know, either love them, or, like, look up to them, or they're sort of out of this normal realm of, like, humanness, Mm. I guess. Um, Like, they can still be human, but it's like they're godly in a way, Mm. or something. Um... And I could see it being kind of, like, I, I, I could either see it being, like, super soft or, like, some il- intense electric guitar or something, like, really, mm. like, sweet creature. Like, I don't know. Um, but I, like, I could see that loud gu- electric guitar being, like, a good, again, paradox to, like, the sweet creature that seems more gentle to me. Um, but, yeah, I don't know. What do you think, Kara? I mean, I feel like I, I really love the paradoxical title. Um, I just feel like creature for some reason always i mean was it on the podcast where i was saying this literally just reminds yeah. me of freaking like from harry potter the house elf um, but um that's with the k uh, but anyway um i feel like this is going to be kind of about maybe a topsy-turvy kind of relationship doesn't have to be romantic mm. but like sort of like they're trying to like sort out what that person is to them because, like, I don't know, like, they can be sweet during the day, but, like, you know, their fangs come out at mm. night or something, and it's sort of, like, uh, I don't know. It's sort of, I don't, it just, like, seems like a very, like, not two-faced, but, like, multifaceted type of So person. is this, is this gonna be an ode to sweet and sour patch kids, or whatever the hell those Or, are. uh, Remus Lupin. Oh, Yes. Maybe it's a serious black and Remus um, <gasps> fanfic oh song. Oh my god. He read that one. What is it called? Um, Shoebox Project. Yes. He read Shoebox Project and was inspired. I mean. Highly likely. I think I could. I absolutely could see. Re- oh my god. Now I'm just thinking of Harry playing serious in a freaking movie adaptation. Oh my god. Literally that is the dream. I'm gonna jump out this window right now because like if Harry since Harry didn't make it to be Han Solo like young Han Solo like you have to give me this universe I know oh my god it literally if he played who would play Remus um 
I'm gonna have to it think. Would be a good remix. Yeah, me too. We're gonna have to really ponder this like a, a lot. Uh, so good. I really hope Harry gets serious. Yeah, I know. Now we're like, <laughs> <laughs> this is happening. Yeah. Um. Uh. I also like what you were saying about like, um, like they, they don't know what to call each other. It could be like something where you like. It could be like a like a what's it called like a pet name. my sweet creature you're not putting labels on the like relationship yet (laughs) this is my sweet creature someone yeah this is my sweet creature honestly if someone said that to me i'd run (laughs) that's horrifying (laughs) oh god um you don't know this could be it i mean he could develop a new term of endearment through this song that we forever start if someone called me their creature My creature. Good God. Sounds terrible. It definitely sounds like Gollum trying to like make it on a dating app. Like Gollum goes on his first date. Oh my God. That's, I mean, honestly, inspiration can come from anywhere. Gollum would take it too far because he would start calling like the other person precious on the first date and they're like, what the heck, dude? We just met. Oh my god. I would love to, like, have a, a writing, like, workshop where you try to pick, like, the most obscure, weird, like, basises for, like, poems or yeah. songs. And then, like, turn them into these really beautiful things where no one would expect that they came from, like, Gollum on Tinder or something. <laughs> like, what's the inspiration for this song? <laughs> like, oh my god. It would be so good. It would be good. <clears throat> um, okay, so the next song is called Only Angel. Um, again, we have this sort of religious, um, like, what's it called? Symbolism, mm-hmm. um, which we've seen in Sign of the Times and ever since New York. Um, and Only Angel has it in the title. Um, and it feels like this could be a song about a lot of things. Angels often used as like a term of endearment or like someone you love who you call your angel, or it could be like from like a parental figure or like you know thinking about someone younger or someone you want to protect it also could be like in a romantic way um but it also has like a a vibe of someone who passed away and like someone maybe looking over you or being like an angel and like guiding you or knowing that they're there um or something and and only angel is interesting it's not just angel Mm. it's only angel so it's like the only one, I guess? I don't know. It's, it seems more of a... I'm getting, like, a slow, sad, ballady song. But then again, we'd said this. that to Hey Angel, and uh, true. it wasn't at all. But I don't think that he could, like, yeah. have the exact same, like, copy-paste Hey Angel, like, the same vibe. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't wait to compare Hey Angel yo, to this. this would be that'd cool. be a cool I wonder if they're gonna discussion. be at all similar. Yeah. What do you get from this title? Um... I mean, it definitely seems, like, sweet and sad. Um, sweet and sour chicken. Um, where is my mind today? Um, but it also seems like... It, it reminds me of um, Angel Down from Lady Gaga, which is sort mm. of like a very Sign of the Timesy kind of song, which I actually was thinking yeah. about yesterday. Um, but it's slightly more out there with the politics. Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> Um, but I don't know, maybe it could be a political song, to be honest, but I was also thinking it sort of Mm -hmm. seems like 
uh, he could be talking to, like, a child. Although he already did a song like that, but, like, maybe his, his future child or something. Mm-hmm. Um, or just, like, Save the Children. I think Justin Bieber did re- uh, recently a song that was, like, Think of the Children on his, like... Oh, my God, he totally I, did. Yeah, he, I think he literally did. So maybe this is, like, Harry's response. <laughs> yes, Think of the Children. Part two. Uh... Wow. I hope it's not a response to Justin Bieber's song. You never know. I feel like there was some... I, I don't... I want to look up Justin Bieber's song. I feel like I didn't sit comfortably with me. I don't know why I'm thinking that, huh. but... Um, yeah, I don't know what this sin is, but only seems like an important word. Yeah, for sure. They included for a reason, and... Um, maybe it could be, like, you're only an angel, or, like... Not, I mean, it doesn't have to be, like... Like, it doesn't have to be, like... You're the only angel, oh. but, like, only an angel. Or... Around me or something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, it could be your only angel around me, or, like, you're, you, there's no, I can't see anything bad about you, I only see, like, your oh, angelic Oh, yeah, like, they're, like, when you're idealizing not... them. Yeah, like, we do Harry, <laughs> although on, <laughs> on, we gave nuanced opinions on this episode, so... We were a little bit less, not less Harry Stanny. We were even more Harry Stanny because we had the ability to call him out. Okay. And that's what you gotta do with the ones you love. You gotta let them <sighs> so do true. better. Exactly. Um, okay, how are you thinking on time, Kara? Because it's twelve forty-five. Yes. Now. Uh, I can go for like another ten minutes. Okay, let's get through these okay. then. Um. All right, Kiwi. We heard from the Rolling Stones article, this one will be full-on rock, which is what I predicted. Nice. Um, which was very exciting. I was joking around on Twitter that this would be his ode to green smoothies. Mm. Um, I mean, the title is so quirky. I love it. To be honest, though, we made that green alcoholic drink, and it was disgusting. Um, just the whole process oh, of it. Oh, God, yeah. I don't think <laughs> so, I can look at a kiwi again, except I'm going to have to, because it's going to be on every fan edit. And, like, they're, I love oh, the color, God. but... Yeah, it is really pretty. It it gives so many good merch things. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm very excited about that prospect. Yeah. Um, but, like, Kiwi is such an, an interesting, quirky title. You don't see a lot of things called Kiwi. And Kiwi could be, like, a bird. It could be talking about New Zealand. It could be the fruit. Um, but, like, what do you think this song is about? Okay, so I'm thinking of kiwi, the fruit, you know, like the metaphors that could be de- derived from that. So it's like <laughs> hairy on the outside and sour oh on the God. inside. I'm just thinking, like, what a weird metaphor. Like, I'm just trying to, like, because it's not like a pineapple where it's, like, you know, spiky on the outside and, like, uh-huh. sweet on the inside. Like, this is a bit more nuanced than, like... But is this, like, his Shrek onion moment? Like, is he gonna be describing himself by using the symbolism of a kiwi? Oh, like, I'm... I'm literally hairy on the outside because I'm Harry Styles. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I'm sour. Seedy on I'm the seedy! Oh! <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, he's... Okay. Um... <laughs> And also, like, fruit is often used as sexual metaphors. Yeah, that's But it's true. usually, like, pomegranate or, like, peach or something. It's not usually, like, kiwi. Mm. Um, you never know. He could you be starting a movement. You never know what the kids are saying these days. You know days. what? You're so right. <laughs> Language always evolves. You know what? This could be a new linguistic trend. It could be. I think Kesha was saying it could be, like, a cute nickname someone gave to someone else. That's a lot cuter than, <laughs> yeah, where we were taking it. <laughs> 
Um, Honestly, yes. go watch the Patreon video when it freaking finally gets up because what my friends have said about Kiwi <laughs> is very interesting. I'm scared. I mean, to be honest, yeah. <laughs> you should be. <laughs> um, I, I could also be that, like, Kiwis, like, bring back memories of a certain oh, time yeah, or yeah, place yeah. or person where, like, you're eating Kiwis again and every time you eat Kiwis, you're, like, immediately brought back or, like, you smell Kiwi and you're, like, brought back to a moment in your life or to, like, a relationship you had um, or, like something maybe they were just like chilling and eating kiwis and like he wrote a song about mm. it i don't know um but it is very i it, do you think this is a word that's repeated throughout or is this like a one oh i don't know i could be like a very specific image because it's a very specific word um so yeah. i'm like oh god like even just the title so specific compared to like what we got from mm-hmm. one direction you know like wow um but i feel like it could be like a really strong moment that maybe mm-hmm. i I don't know. I mean, it could be repeated. If it's full on rock, then you think that maybe it'd, like, mm-hmm. go with, like, the classic, uh, kind of, like, catchy, I don't know, rep- repetitive. And, and I know, yeah, you were trying to find, like, words that could rhyme with kiwi, and, and <laughs> the one many. that stood out to you was shiwi, mm. and for those who don't know, that's an instrument that helps people with vaginas pee, uh... In public? Like, in, like, yeah. Like a squat? Like, Yes. <laughs> Yeah, and Harry yes. used to, like, reference them a lot back in the, like, 2012 um, as, like, a little joke. Who knows so, why? it could be about she. I mean, like, he might have to, like, have a little <laughs> ad in there somewhere. Yeah. Isn't, don't you think we're, Probably. do you think we're ever going to get to a point where people actually, like, name drop in songs to get ad money, like, in music videos where they just, like, kind of, like, show... I mean, I'm sure it probably already happens. Yeah. Right? Wow. Well. Do you think so? Because I mean, people talk about brands. And yeah, songs. you're right. Do they ever get like paid deals? For I that? don't know. That's interesting. Hmm. I mean, this could be a this could we better invest in the shiwi industry like, market or the kiwi yeah. in market for that matter. Everything True. that rhymes with kiwi, we should invest in. Because you don't know what the hell's going to be rhymed in this song, and those stock prices might go up. Mm. So good. Good this thinking. Is how we're paying for the concert. Oh, we gotta be on top of become these kiwi farmers. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <clears throat> um, but it seems like a cute name. Yeah. You know, I'm excited for this one. This is definitely one I'm going to be looking forward to hearing. Um, then we have "Ever Since New York," which we already heard. Um, then we have "Woman," which is um a what it says "woman." And <laughs> <laughs> I would love this to be a song about women in general yes. and how amazingly strong they are and, like, talking about his mom and sister yep. and, like, uh, just a very great message on women. And that would be that would be the all-time... The ultimate goal. Posi- yeah. I, I don't think it'll be that. Probably. It's probably about, like, a romantic partner. Um, I'm scared that the lyrics about the shirt too, skirt too short is from this song. I'm really afraid. Now I'm afraid. Because that would fit it. And yeah. <laughs> I just don't I know. just don't want that anywhere in the cell phone. Yeah. Um, but I told Caitlin, I, I don't think I said this on a podcast, but I had a dream the other week. Um, I think it was after SNL because, you know, my brain was infiltrated more so um, with, like, you know, thoughts of Harry. Um, mm-hmm. What a weird way to say that. But um, <laughs> so I had a dream that I heard this song or, like, part of his 
album, and I think it was it must have been a woman. And um, in it, I remember like being so blown away because it was like a really powerful like rumination of like womanhood and like femininity and like Gemma like co-wrote it. Um, his sister co-wrote it. I hope Gemma co-wrote Like, that would be incredible. And just, like, and it was, like, very thought-provoking. And I was just like, Harry, this is amazing. And I just remember being really proud of it and, like, waking up and being like, wow, it's not happening. Like, it's not reality right now. And I'm really depressed about it because I just feel like a Styles sibling co-written song would just be, like, everything in my dreams and more, probably. So. That would be so yeah. cool. Honestly, and Gemma is more woke as, uh veronica said about political issues and she's talked about privilege a lot and like uh gender equality and stuff um so if she co-wrote a song with harry and taught him some things about stuff that would be brilliant or just like showed him that you can talk more directly about politics and it's not because yeah. i'm sure he knows it and i'm sure that she's like talking about yeah. it with him because like I'm, i think Anne is pretty like directly political on twitter sometimes too so mm-hmm. you know it would be the dream and i think he calling a song women i think like from a feminist point of view you do have to be like i'm gonna be very critical of this song yes. for sure and it holds a very bold meaning. It's very intense. It could, it could, it could really sway me one way or the other with this song. I probably, I probably will love it or like be like, uh, you know, yeah. unless it's just like a song about, you know, some person that he loves yeah. or loved or something like that. But you know, it could, this is a song that I'm going to definitely be looking out for. Um, Kesha said, um, it's actually a rendition of Shania Twain's Man, I Feel Like a Woman. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Which also would be awesome. Maybe he's talking about, like, gender roles and, you know, reestablishing what femininity and masculinity are Ooh, and what it means to but him. But in his metaphorical style. I yeah, love that, actually. That, that would be great. Um, but this one will be one to listen to. Although I'll probably be listening to it late because it's near nearing. Ah, uh, I don't know how I'm gonna do this. Oh my god, Caitlin, I don't know if <laughs> I I'm know. gonna have. We still it. have to plan ahead of that. I I don't know how we're. We're gonna, gonna do have it. to like think about like if I'm really. <laughs> it's gonna be possible for me to like actually ration this out. Yeah, but also we have to do the podcast. So like, how do we like? I don't know. We'll ration. We'll it have that to much, like. We know? have to like have a meeting sometime that we talk about yeah. getting Harry tickets and about like how we're gonna do this. So I know. yeah, we will. We yeah. will. Oh God. Okay. Last yeah. song from the dining table. Now this is a very peculiar I lyric. Just as all of them are, to be yeah. honest, it seems quite specific. It seems like ever since New York or like Meet Me in the Hallway could be just sort of like a lyric that's in a verse and not necessarily like something that's repeated a lot in the song because it is quite specific. Um, and, like, for me, just, like, hearing this, um, like, lyric, it makes me think of, like, something you grabbed from the dining room table, like, I grabbed potatoes off the table, or, like, from the dining room table, you stood up and moved on and, like, went into another room, or, like, from the dining table, like, I gathered that this was your view on something over the discussion we had. <laughs> like, it's very specific. Like, a dining table is fancier than, like, a kitchen table. And I also noted that, like, a dining table, if you have a dining table, that is a point of privilege. <laughs> and, like, you have a home and you have a house and you, you know, whatever. And it has those connotations. Um, but it also, dining table also has connotations of, like, family or, like, um, home or, like, a relationship or something 
more like homeness. Mm. Um, and and he said Sign of the Times is the most literal, but like from the dining table seems quite physical. Yeah. So I don't. But so did like the line that we like. If you heard he was talking about a swimming pool, you might think like, oh, it's literal. Yeah, but really, that's that, very that true. whole line is very metaphorical. And also, like a he has. Oh, go ahead. He has that like um like using physical objects as metaphors. Yeah, exactly. You know, that's what I was going to say. Vibe. Like, a dining room table could be a stand-in for, like, family life and his past, like, childhood mm-hmm. as a whole. Because, like, a dining room yeah. table, like, really does give that sense of, like, a family coming together and eating all together. And, like, I was mm-hmm. thinking, like, from the dining room table, it just kind of seems... Like, the image that, like, directly came to my mind was, like, Harry sitting at the same dining table that he sat at as a kid and, like, seeing how mm. much things have changed and how much things haven't and, like... I feel like this is going to be about his family and about either Ooh. how things have changed or from his, like, like uh, singing, like, from a past perspective and, like, kind of mm-hmm. just, like, reminiscing on, like, how things were. Um, but I could kind of, like, feel, like, from the dining room table, like, I am able to see, like, how things have changed because it's such a tangible thing that, like, what it's like when you're, like, measuring yourself up against a wall that you've measured up against since you were four or something. You know what I mean? Like, you can... It's the exact mm. same spot, so it's more it's easier to uh, compare like how your life has changed. Now I'm like getting this image of him sitting at a dining table and like you know in movies where they have like something still and then everything yeah, else that's is, like, like exactly what I was thinking around about. showing like time passage. Yeah. I could see that. That's interesting. And this is the closing of the album. So like if you're starting off with like meet me on the h- hallway, like we're going, we're having this secret rendezvous or adventure, like we're escaping to this, like, new life. And then you have from the dining table, it almost brings you back down a little bit to, like, this more, Grounded like, sense, yeah. Grounded. Yeah, almost, like, sign of the times, like, brings you away and then brings you back down. Wow. Can't wait to go on this um, journey with Harry. I really can't wait. I hope there is sort of, like, a, a, a sort of woven sort of journey that we do go on throughout the songs. Yeah. I'm sure we'll find one anyway. anyway. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know us. We create meaning from nothing. Um... But yeah, that's all of the songs. Nice. Um, is there anyone in particular you're interested in hearing? I can't wait for Kiwi, I think. Um, and yeah. Sweet Creature definitely is standing out to me. Mm-hmm. Me too. I, I agree with those two. And then Woman, I'll just be yeah. like nervous, but I want to yeah. hear it. But I'm definitely nervous about it. Um, so that's everything. Please give your feedback on the songs. Um, I feel like we could discuss next week even more of what we thought what we think they're going to be or like read your guys opinions plus we discussed a lot of stuff in terms of harry's thoughts on politics and please continue to write in so we can keep that conversation going um thank you for listening to episode 96 of talk direction you can go follow us on twitter at talk underscore direction you can email us at talkdirection at gmail.com go to our tumblr which is talkdirection.tumblr.com or our instagram which is just talk direction and you can follow us individually on Twitter. I am at Caitlin I.R. Foster, and Caitlin is spelled C-A-I-T-L-I-N. And Kara, where can they find I'm you? I'm Kara underscore pond, and Kara is with a C. And if you don't want to stop hearing us, we have a Patreon where we have tons of extra content over there. Um, so many episodes of Talk Direction down low. Um, we'll be putting up a Talk Direction down low episode sometime this weekend. You get extra half hour of the show. And once you create an account, you get everything that we've done in the past as well. All the videos, all the content, all the privileges. Um, so that's patreon.com 
slash talk direction and patreon is p-a-t-r-e-o-n and now that we've reached a hundred dollars we're going to be starting back up bonus episodes which is so exciting um i'm really really Mm -hmm. happy that that's happening um so look out for that um you can also head over to itunes rate and review us and subscribe we're also on soundcloud plus pretty much you can find us on um, any sort of way you listen to uh, podcasts on your device. I'm Caitlin. I'm Kara. Thank you so much for listening. We will see you next time for episode 97. Bye. Bye. Bye.